another episode of the Agile Weekly Podcast. I'm Jade Meskill. And I'm Roy Vandewater. And I'm Clayton Lingolzigic. So today we wanted to talk about um, when you're making change inside of an organization, whether it's at the team level or uh, maybe the, the management level, the organization structure, you know, change takes some time, regardless of uh, how fast or slow it takes some time to happen. And uh, how, how long is a reasonable amount of time to wait for change to happen? What if we start with this scenario? What if we changed um, as fast as possible so that no one is uncomfortable? That's going to be pretty slow. Yeah, I'm not cool with that. <laughs> so, like, I, I, think, I feel like I'm okay with a lot of change, but... Uh, it certainly makes me uncomfortable a lot. Yeah. So if I waited for myself to be comfortable, I know that I would never change. So what is it about being uncomfortable? Um, I guess if you're saying that change makes you uncomfortable, or you maybe get uncomfortable when, when mm-hmm. there's some change, what is it about that that makes you okay with being uncomfortable in that context? So I'd say for me, it's, it's knowing that, uh, based on my previous experiences, that there's probably something better on the other side of that change, even though there's discomfort in the midst of that change. Yeah, I think I, I would say that I'm probably in the same boat. Like I have past experiences where um, being uncomfortable and going through some change is how I got some result I wanted. Right. So do you think that maybe if you don't have that experience or that knowledge that the end result is going to be better, that the harder you push to try to make things go faster, the more pain or uncomfortableness you experience. It's like, I don't want to push any harder because then it'll just make it worse and it'll just get more and more painful and there's no ceiling. I think, I feel like, um, I feel like Indiana Jones in the the last crusade where I am, I'm willing to step off that ledge where it looks like I'm going to fall in the ravine because I know that the, the invisible ledge is actually there where I'm going to be able to walk across the, the chasm, you know, mm-hmm. chasm. Um, but, but the first time you did that, the first time I did that, it was like in the movie where I was like, uh, I'm going to fall to my death. Right. And so, so somebody had to get the sand for you and like, yeah, throw okay, it across. <laughs> Yeah, prerequisite to this episode. <laughs> go watch the movie. And first. No spoilers. We won't tell you how it ends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, <laughs> and so I think that there's something about that where, and I I know from experience that I probably discount this and others where at some point in time I went through the the like pain and suffering of being very uncomfortable and changing and it worked out okay and I've done that multiple times and I've gotten great results from that and so I'm totally on board and I'm happy to do that. Other people who have not gone through that experience, I don't think I give enough credit to how maybe how hard that is. Hmm. Um, and so I know f- that I am very willing to do lots of changing and maybe change very fast. And I get frustrated when other people aren't willing to maybe go at not even the same pace. Like I understand that, but they're not even to me. It feels like not willing to go at like half as fast or a quarter as fast. So something I've noticed uh, that's interesting is people that are uncomfortable with change they think of change as a or the change, right? So if we're, if we're going to do something different or try something different, we're, we're moving from one state to another and then that's it. Where yeah. I found myself to be very comfortable with knowing that the faster we change, the faster we're going to change. So if we change and it's not working out, I know that we're going to change quickly to something else. So do you think that factors into people's comfort level with 
with not, you know, being afraid to experience that change because they feel like it's going to be a permanent situation on the other side? Um, I would say so, yeah. I mean, I think that's, especially if you've been doing the same thing or something similar for a long time, and that's maybe how you got to where you are now. Mm. Um, I think that's, that makes it even harder. I'd read a good article where people were talking about how, you know, the, in the Agile community, we can't just go discounting managers and say that, like, oh, managers are stupid people and they're so dumb and why don't they get it, right? Because obviously they did something, like, they worked inside some system and they have, they've um, gone to some level in that system using whatever they had to do and, like, that's the world they know. So they're obviously not dumb people. They didn't just, like, stumble upon being a manager, but mm. they did something to get there based on the rules of that in that context. Like like being born to the, you know, the management class. class. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess I can't talk about that. But, you know, there, there's a whole, like, swath of these people out there who are managers of agile teams that got there somehow. And for maybe you, maybe you disagree with that system and you think it's an antiquated way to work, whatever. Mm-hmm. But they did something. So they're not totally stupid. Um, and so for, to go in as like an agilist and say like, oh, we're going to change everything and change is good and you just need to accept it and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think that's so foreign and that's not how anything's ever worked before. And you're, it's like you're discounting everything that these people um, have done so far as if it's like just throw away. And the complexity of the reality that they live in. Right, exactly. And so I think that's another factor that um, we don't consider with change. And I think that's why people go, that's one of the reasons why people go slow is that you're having to do this whole like context switch. Hmm. And I think some of it's like a, a mindset thing too. I think if you're a fixed mindset person, um, the world is the way it is for whatever reason. And like you couldn't, you shouldn't change because it wouldn't work. Like you're not meant to be that person. Right. And in fact, you desperately try to hold on to the old way because that's the only world in which you can survive and thrive. Well, yeah, that's the one that you're good at. Right. So you want more of the thing you're good at. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I would say that people that have maybe more of a growth mindset are probably more willing to say like eh, okay if you want to do something that sounds totally like radical like i'll try that for a while because like, to them um, it's not the end state so so what happens if we turn the scenario around and say uh we change as fast as the most aggressive person what happens then all right now we're talking <laughs> all right um i don't know i mean what what appeals about that or wh- why does that appeal to you Roy? that goes fast so for the sake of going fast? Well, I mean, you get there faster. Do you? Uh, I don't know. Maybe you don't. <laughs> but um, I, I got a feeling that I would make the majority of people extremely uncomfortable, probably beyond the, beyond whatever their limits are. So would they be, like, completely dysfunctional at that point? Yeah, I don't know. Like, either be completely dysfunctional or maybe even just totally leave. Or, mm. check, or even mentally check out and just not be able to cope. So just reject that the reality that's happening around them. Well, that's what's interesting, right? If you if you took an individual that worked for some backwards organization and threw him into a completely different organization, even even if he didn't choose that, right? I I feel like that individual would adapt very quickly, and there would be some uncomfortableness, but it'd be relatively minor. Now, if you were to do the opposite case where you have one person going to an organization and radically changing that organization, now everybody has to change. Like That is way more painful if you try to do that at speed. Hmm. Yeah, I think going as fast is the most aggressive person. Um, like the, I would say there's probably a good chance that you're going to like throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm. It feels reckless to me. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> like um, If I'm doing it just for like the thrill of speed, like I want to get there. I want to get to whatever the next state is, in my opinion, as fast as possible. Um, I think you probably risk 
losing people or insights or whatever that would be beneficial to the whole group um, because you're trying to go so fast. But I would also say for the person, like I think it's there's it's a two-way street. So the person that wants to go super slow and be comfortable, I think everyone, I think the Agile community is very good at like trying to analyze that problem of like, why is this person wanting to go slow? What are they afraid of? Blah, blah, blah. But then the people who want to go as fast as possible, I think there's fears on that side too that we don't maybe address. Hmm. I would say that people that want to go as fast as possible are probably not very common. And so... They're probably afraid too. They're afraid that the change that they want will never happen. Yeah, exactly. And so if they don't go fast enough, it, like there's be some like, reason be that like they want to go so fast, right? Where if they drop below 50 miles per hour, the bus explodes. Uh, I haven't seen that yet, Roy. Well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me, let, we'll save you the trouble. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm trying to go through Sandra Bullock's entire catalog. <laughs> um, so and, and so, I think we probably ignore the fact that there are a lot of reasons why people want to go super fast. And I've seen that in organizations where I think people get the bug to like change something and they say like oh cool like this is an opportunity to change everything and for whatever reason they're unhappy with what the status quo is and they want to change everything but it's i think it i agree it seems reckless like i'm not sure where we're going but we're not here anymore <laughs> we're not stopping to find out yeah exactly <laughs> like, we're going as fast as we can and but doesn't that sound fun <laughs> sometimes maybe like you don't know where you're gonna but... end up like that sounds like a great time yeah it just depends where you end up right no it doesn't uh, nah, it's not about the destination it's about how you get there <laughs> I would have a lot of fun like going on some adventure but then if we ended up in the middle of nowhere I'd be like hmm I'm like the honeymoon's over I don't want to be in the middle of nowhere yeah, anymore I, that I'm makes you same. lame <laughs> <laughs> so we have an interesting mix on, on our little group right uh, like, Derek's not here with us tonight but you know Roy and Derek are much more on the aggressive side like, and this is what I, I I'm definitely on the yeah. more conservative side right and I, I think you're you're kind of there with me too Clayton yeah I would say I would I'm more concerned about I want to go so, like I've been going on adventure as long as it's the one I want to go on kind of thing. <laughs> no I would I'm the exact opposite yeah. like like your thing of like I don't know where I'm going to end up but if I end up in the middle of nowhere like I'm going to be upset like that's every weekend for me and I'm not upset right that is true so then uh, we we've had some good experience in our past of changing rapidly uh, trying new things, doing things. Why does it work for us? Um, I think there's something about the fact that we we like really actually believe in an iterative approach to things. Hmm. And I think beyond building software. Um, so like you had started out by saying, you know, we're okay with changing because we know that's not the end state. It's just the next thing. And it will help us change faster. Um, I think that's a big part of it. I think also the fact that we're willing to, um, we're willing to like, call a duck a duck and say hey look we tried this thing it failed that doesn't mean we're failures like this maybe maybe the actions we took or the the outcome we had was a failure it wasn't what we expected or what we wanted that's okay like let's try a new thing i think those are two things that have made it much easier for us to be successful um but i would argue that maybe starting out or early on like it was super painful and probably (laughs) had a lot of fallout and wasn't as successful as maybe we remember it so I, I remember the early days being terrible and, and going home so frustrated and upset every night. Right. I uh, say, so yeah, it definitely wasn't an overnight thing that happened. It, yes. it took years for us to, to get to that point. Um, and I would say also, I think having multiple perspectives. So like when you're like coaching a client that is going slow and watching it unfold at a certain pace, like that maybe a pace that you've already spent a lot of time going, like it's much easier to see it happen. Like to them, it's happening at 80 miles an hour, but mm-hmm. we're watching it at eight miles an hour. You right. Know? And so it's, it seems like it's slow-mo. Right. It's like, I've seen this race course. I know every turn, like let's speed this up and get to the end. Right. Well, even if I think if like from a coaching perspective, like you're not really concerned about getting to the end, but you are, you are interested in, 
At least you have different perspective on. Oh, okay, there's the this corner coming up. How are they going to handle that? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, I remember that, and I remember business straight away. Nobody cares. Like, get right. over there. Yeah. So, how would we help people who have realized that they they need some level of change in their organization at some some part of their organization? How how are we going to help them find that right speed that they're that they need to be going? Not too fast, not too slow. Uh, you know, being effective but not reckless. I mean, I think there's just like course correction that ha- probably has to happen. Um, I don't think that you're ever going to get it right. It's really hard to probably dial it in the first go. Um, it's really hard to dial it in on any go. Right. So I would say like chances are if things seem like they're going well, then maybe that means you're going too slow. And if things start feeling like they're totally out of control, maybe you need to slow down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's probably just something of like a big component is probably just like having the self-awareness of if are you... Am I being afraid, or is this actually working? You know, or am I out of my comfort zone, or am I just telling myself that? Right. Yeah. I think I think it's like the being wary of um, and aware of the idea of recoil as well. Like that feeling you get when things are going successful, and it's like almost creepily successful, where you want to back off because all of a sudden, right, you start becoming negative about it, right, just because like something in you is forcing you to like deny it that right. it's happening. So it's, it's almost like emotionally hedging your bets in case it doesn't actually end up being as successful right. as you think right. it is. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. Uh, I mean, and we still do that a lot. Yeah, I would say that, like, the, for me, uh, like the, the phrase that I had read a long time ago that I like is, if you want something that you don't have, like go do something that you haven't done before. So, if I really want the, if I want some outcome where I, I think that my organization needs to change, and I think this is the way we need to go, like I probably can't, I can't do that if I'm going to do the same thing I've always been doing. So I'm going to have to do something different. And chances are that something different means being uncomfortable to some degree. So, like my rule of thumb is. I know I'm not improving or excelling or maybe going as fast as I know I should be if I'm not uncomfortable. If I'm pretty comfortable every day, like going into the office kind of thing, I'm probably not getting any better. Mm. So that's, but that's like a self-awareness check of like, hmm, am I uncomfortable today? Mm, no, not really. I think, I think one of the key ingredients is getting a small group of people who trust each other, who have different perspectives. To, to be yeah. able to work together. I, I think that's one thing that's worked very well for us is we are very different and we look at things differently. And when things are happening, we're all bringing a different uh, way of perceiving what's happening to the table. And then we can argue and yell at each other and you know get, get passionate and emotional about those things. But it's not personal because we trust each other. We know that we're trying to do something together, you know, something better. And I think ultimately the best ideas tend to surface out of that because it's not just one person's idea or perspective that is uh, kind of being dictated out to everybody else. So I think that's a key ingredient of finding that right speed, right? We we can meter ourselves because some people are going to be pulling, some people are going to be pushing, some people are going to be holding back, and we'll we'll find that right speed as we go. I agree with that. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Agile Weekly Podcast. If there's something you'd like to hear in a future episode, head over to integramtech.com slash podcast, where you can suggest a topic or a guest. Looking for an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news, techniques, and events in the Agile community? Sign up today at agileweekly.com. It's the best Agile content delivered weekly for free. The Agile Weekly podcast is brought to you by Integram Technologies and recorded at Gangplank Studios in Chandler, Arizona. For old episodes, check out integramtech.com or subscribe on iTunes. Need help with your Agile transition? 
Have a question and need to phone a friend? Try calling the Agile Hotline. It's free. Call 866-244-8656.